Welcome to the Black Minds Matter Podcast. I'm Rev, hanging with my man Matt, and this is a now production. Chilling out here in February. Well, you're chilling. Uh-huh. I'm heating. It's hot, though. I'm out here, got the windows open. I'm in downtown Medellin doing my thing, man. What's up with you? What you mean, what's up? You got jokes, man. We going through a snowstorm of 2022. My goodness, man. It is crazy out here, y'all. I, I, I shoveled the snow after I got home from work, man. First of all, they sent us home early from work because they were saying it was going to get that bad. I'm like, man, it ain't that bad. I got to drive. I'm like, oh, okay. So I get home somehow, and I go to shovel the snow because I'm like, all right, I'm already out here. I'm already cold. Let me go ahead and just knock these you know, saying these little lines out so my wife can get to her car if she needs to, or you know, can pull out. I shoveled the snow, took me a while. Dude came through, one of the neighbors, man, God bless him, came through with the snow blower, hit the sidewalk. So I mean, appreciate it. And I went ahead and hit his house too. Even though he got a snow blower, I had to shovel went up to the dope. You know what I'm saying? Give back. I go inside and I try to tell the kids, hey, check this out. You know, dad put a little note in the snow for you. You couldn't even see my footprints, let alone the note. That snow came down and covered everything. I was like, what happened? Hey, man, it's uh, crazy. But you know, Matt, that that that's just that's life, man. What? Matt, Matt, um, winter is an option. Uh, oh, I didn't know if you know that, but winter mm-hmm. is a choice. Um, so there's I don't feel bad for you because you chose that. Um you don't, you don't have to be there. So then you're you right. You're right. I don't anyway. have to be there. Anyway, yeah, this is not a weather report, man. I'm going to go ahead and throw the Mac and let him know. I mean, let you guys know what we're talking about today. So what's on your black mind, man? Hey, man, I want to talk about some stuff because, you know, I don't think like normal, how people will say the normal black person. You know, I don't fit into all the circles. I do now. But growing up, it was actually tough for me to fit into some of these circles. I was what they called a nerd. All right. You know, a geek. I knew things that most normal people, if you can't see me, I'm putting those air quotes up. Most normal people know. Why do you know all this information? Why do you be studying? Why do you be reading these books? What do you know about Shakespeare? Why do you know Latin? So I'm like, come on, man. This is just the stuff that I'm interested in. This is the stuff that's being presented to me. And I became known as a nerd. Now, a nerd in the movies, especially in the 80s and 90s, was that dork that got beat up and got thrown in trash cans and this and that. Well, I wasn't that. No, I held my own. These hands will fly. But at the same time, I didn't fit into all the circles because I was the smarty art kid. I was the, 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 the one that, you know, went to all these clubs and groups after school. Why are you in principal scholars? What is all this stuff you're doing? What you mean you did a poem by Maya Angelou? So I, as a black nerd, didn't fit into those circles at first, but I realized as a young man that for me to be cool with the black people, I had to dumb myself down. And that's terrible. Because ain't nobody going to do stuff like that now. But y'all got to understand the time. Y'all got to understand how I was. I didn't have the friends like I wanted because, you know, I was a geek. I don't care. Now I don't care. Because at the moment, I don't know if y'all seeing this, but the nerds coming up. The nerds running things. The nerds making all these all this money. But I wanted to ask you, as somebody else who wasn't the norm, how did you feel growing up as a nerd right. as an outsider. <laughs> so so a, a nerd and a black nerd is that because I think the black nerd and the, and the regular nerd that is not black is totally different. So let, let's go into a couple of definitions because this is school, so we don't get into it. So I want to read the dictionary's definition of Oxford languages of what a nerd is. A foolish um, person who lacks social skills or is boringly studious. 
that's not really what people use as nerd. Nerd, they come by the bookworm, somebody that's just super intelligent. And it is some social awkwardness there or whatever. And I definitely had that. Nerd can also mean like, um, so it can, let's see. It can also mean like a, like a word that was dating around the 1950s. They had a long stereotype, a socially awkward person who enjoys like comic books, which you definitely did. I was too broke to have comic books, but that's a different show. You know, action figures, Dungeons and Dragons, et cetera. You know, so there's a lot of stereotypes around here about nerds, and I was a nerd. And I think me and you talked about this in one of our uh, previous chapters, maybe in season one, how you are a chameleon. So you can you can dibble and dabble with the cool kids, but then you could also deal with my nerdy self. And people would be like, why are you hanging out with Rev? And you're like, no, he's actually cool if you get to know him. So yeah. I've always been a nerd. But here's the, here's the thing with me. I was a nerd in my home, right? I got it worse from Rowdy Rob, Chef Rob, and Big Sus, and even Big Ren, more than that, right? Like, I can't say more, but I got it so much at home that when I went out in the wild, with, at the school, it didn't bother me as much. In the wild. <laughs> right, right, right. But just, yeah. but just that, that ideology that I always wanted to do better, that I wanted to use my brain. And Pop told me, he was like, son, you're too smart to use your back to make a living, always use your brain, right? And I really took that to heart. And, you know, just being that person, that thoughtful person, the person that likes to, that, that likes to like learn a little bit more. I found that I was an outcast in the home and on the community. That's interesting that you had that point that, son, you should be using your brain instead of using your back. That's the same thing my pops told me because I was, you know, saying to their definition, so smart. But I took it the other way. I took it as, oh, you think I can't do this? You think just because I'm smart, just because I'm skinny or whatever, that I can't handle all this backbreaking work. I'm going to show you. So I took it the wrong way. I should have just stayed my nerdy self, and I'd probably be a billionaire right now instead of breaking my back every day. You just Go defiant, ahead. bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I am defiant since the beginning. Goodness. Right. right. So, so, so let's get into this nerd thing about being like a black nerd. So how that plays in the community. So for some reason... Um, you know, the stereotypes are true about, you know, our community in a lot of ways, like especially when you're hanging out with the brothers. Now, I don't know, like, like we're, we're talking about adolescents, teenagers and things of that nature, right? We're not talking about like adults. So, you know, when you're teenagers, if you're doing well in school, people sort of would make, make fun of you. Like, oh, what, you a teacher's pet or something like this? You a kiss butt or something like that? Oh, you actually going to stay home and do your homework? Well, yeah, me, like, <laughs> yes, I'm actually going to do the things that I have to do. And and what it is, it's almost like we, like cool is the standard, but that becomes the detriment because peaked in high school guy isn't doing very well, but nerdy high school guy is doing great. And we as a black community have to like, like teach our kids that being a nerd is okay because nerds are CEOs and nerds are doctors. The cool kids, no offense to anybody else, are working at Tire Barn. The cool kids, no offense to anybody that's doing it, are not doing as well as they could have done if they were studying on their, I mean, if they were focusing on their studies more than their coolness. Man, you know what? My kids are definitely nerds and I love it. I love watching them operate. And what keeps coming to my mind as I watch my daughter grow up and she likes to get into these anime shows and she likes to read these comic books and stuff like that she she likes to draw although i think she does great with her fashion drawings but that's just dad talking she likes to do all these nerdy things she's on her ipad dealing with the stuff that the nerdy kids do she she likes coding and stuff like that just imagine what foundation she's laying right now where she can be later on with her fashion icon 
still able to control all the computer stuff on her own because she studied it as a child. She was able to do all this entrepreneurial stuff by herself because she was the nerd as a child. And again, you pointed out the guy who was cool in high school and peaked in high school. I don't believe she ain't going to peak until, you know what I'm saying, she's deep into her 30s or 40s or whatever because she's still building upon herself right now. I love seeing her nerdy self do her thing. It reminds me of a, what song was that Andre 3000 guy where he's talking about they'll make a child that's going to be, you know what I'm saying, the nerdy version and she's going to be dressing like a nerd until she gets to her 20s and 30s. I'm like, yes, I would love for that to be my child, male or female. You can go and be a nerd. I don't care. It's going to come back in the end. You put in that work now, it'll show up. I just wish they daddy would have followed through on the same thing. So I, I want them to grow in the, in their nerdy self. My fault, man. I ain't me no, cut no, you no, off. No, no. I want I want you to keep going. I just want to I want to add something here because you're like encouraging your kids to be a nerd. So it's yeah. almost as if the the it's sort of flipped. Like being a nerd when me and you were growing up was not cool, but now now a lot of nerds have made it. Right, mm-hmm. Barack Obama, nerd. Right, yeah. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, nerd. You know, maybe even. Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, whatever you want to call him, right? right? Nerd. So I'm wondering, like, you have kids in school, black kids. Is it cool now to be a nerd? Like, are they are they are they persecuted? Because you're encouraging them to do it. What are their peers saying? I don't know, actually. I, I just have to see from their reaction and their friends, because my daughter brings home nerdy friends. Are all them girls has got thick glasses? Like, I ain't saying they can't see, but you know, they do come home more often than not with glasses on, okay? Um, But they're intelligent young ladies. They're in strings with her, playing their violins. I wish I'd have stuck with band. I wish I'd have stuck with all that stuff. And it's beautiful she's able to do it. I hope she sticks with piano and continues to be that nerd. Because later on, that stuff comes back to help you. The fact that I learned how to play golf as a child, again, I was seen as a nerd. But now that allows me to be in certain circles where these businessmen are because I learned how to play as a child. I, I already got this game. I ain't saying I'm dope or nothing like that, but I can hold my own. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's benefits to being the nerd. And yes, as a, a growing up, it sucked. Like I couldn't really fit in because a lot of the conversations I was having, either they didn't understand because they, they weren't exposed to it or a lot of stuff I was saying and things I've learned was going right over their heads. So then I look like the outcast because I'm speaking of things that y'all should try to aspire to learn about. Mm-hmm. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, man, I love checking out his stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I get, I hear you. I get what you're saying. So I want to give a couple of anecdotal, you know, experiences that, that, that I have about being, you know, about being a nerd. So yeah, you know, I was sort of different than everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't out trying to kick it. You know, again, one of my, things that I used to wear like a badge around and I don't care. You know, I was never out drinking and smoking. I would just rather be at home writing a book of the Nile or whatever, right? Or like the stuff that I was doing when I was this, you know, this nerd type, this nerd type of guy. But it's starting to pay off. Like you said, I'm living witness that it pays off later. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, you know, um, you know, got a couple of degrees and everything. Don't really brag on that. It is what it is. I'm just a person. Now go ahead, Doc. Go ahead, Doc. Go ahead and say your no, yeah, spit no, that. No. So here's the here's the problem. The problem is in my own community, like, and I'm, I'm going to give you my experience and I want to throw back to you about having to dumb myself down for a better, for lack of a better term, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, there, there's a book uh, out by, um, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. What's my man? We were just talking about it off web. Uh, 
Carter, Carter, yeah, Carter Woods. Carter G. Woods. Yeah, Carter G. Woods, and I said Woods. Carter G. Woods, sorry. You know, you know, you drive, as soon as you go on a hot mic, you start drawing a blank, right? Yeah, Carter uh-huh. G. Woods. And he talks about how, you know, the educated Black man is in peril. And, oh, yeah. And the reason the educated Black man is in peril is because, you know, he, he's enlightened, he's educated. So when he goes back to his community, he sees all the wrongs in his community. He's like, Black people, we need to be better. We need to be smarter. We need to be doper. And his Black community shuns him because, man, you done got this white people's education and you, you, you think you're better than us. And not only do you think you're better than us, in a way, we sort of think you're better than them. That is, that's projecting, right? We'll get to that part in, a, in another episode. We'll do another um another episode on emotional health, but so so he's rejected by his own. He sort of does some rejecting, they sort of do some rejecting. But then the white world still doesn't like him because I don't care how educated you are, you're still black, right? So like you, you sort of you sort of stuck. So what I found is this, and I meet people where they are. I can I can have intellectual debates with the best of them. I do it every week in my cohort and I fit right in. And I'm from the, the projects of Dooley Drive in Alton, Illinois. And I grew up poor in Champaign, Illinois. And I know the hood, right? Black people a lot of times don't think I'm from the hood. Bro, I am. Like, we want to be, we want to go hood for hood. I'm from the hood. But, I mean, from Alton to the North End of Champaign, hood, homie. Like, it is yeah. what it is, right? Yeah. So, so I find when I go in those communities, they can tell that I'm more educated, but I still try to fit in. So I try to become that chameleon, especially in my language maybe begin to use double negatives, maybe into, you know, speaking the way that those people colloquially speak, right? But then when I go to my cohort and I'm doing my business, I end up speaking in the ways that I know will get me to the levels I need to get. But some of the hood still comes out of me there. And then some of the education still comes out of me when I'm in the hood and I'm mixed. So yeah. do you get that? Like, like, does you have that problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life as yeah a so I, I don't know if it's a problem, I definitely catch myself bouncing back and forth between worlds, you know what I'm saying? Talking white, as they say, you know, um, sorry to bother you. And I can just flip it on you, but that's not on purpose. It's just my way of connecting, my way of reaching out to you. You got to reach people on their level in order to bring them up to your level, in order to bring them to the position that you want to get them to. So if I'm dealing with the kids and I'm mentoring, they've had some rough lives, they've had some rough backgrounds. And uh, let's see, four out of five of them are black in this house. Uh, I don't know what my next house is going to be anyway. So there's a different way of talking to them versus talking to my boss at work. So I have to figure out how I can fold myself into this situation without losing myself, but still getting my point across. Still making sure that you understand if I throw in a you dig, you can you understand me. Or if I say, <laughs> hopefully, you dig, you know. Or hopefully I can say, well, that is the best way I can give my explanation in a way that you can understand it and not think my vernacular is too hood. So let me let me ask you this before we go, because we got like a minute 45, we ain't gonna keep people too long. Like, no like so the 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 being the black nerd, being mm-hmm. the nerd in the community, why do you think that we shun the nerds? You like, you know, where you're you're encouraging it and we we have in the past, and I still think we do in some ways. I know there's I think the, the the Neil deGrasse Tyson and all those guys, I think those are outliers. I still think in the hood, it's not cool to be, you know, this smart, smart. person. So why is that? Like, what, like, I don't know. I have no answer. That's why I'm asking you. I have no clue why we do that. I mean, sitting in my room crying about it sometimes, I came up with some ideas. So I think it's just <laughs> because I was different. 
So you don't want to be cool with me. You don't want to hang out with me because I'm, I'm different. Does that make you afraid? Does that make you feel inferior? There's those ideas. Or maybe it's just you don't want to take the time to learn because I don't fit into the, the box that you wanted to put me in. Oh, he ain't what I thought he was. Moving on. And I felt like that's what happened with a lot of people I thought were potential friends. Now, when I tried to be friends with the other side, with the white folks, yeah, the same thing happened. Yes, I can have the conversation with them. Yes, I can come home to your house and speak to your parents with great knowledge and control of vernacular. But then when things happen with your other white friends, I am suddenly the outcast again, even though I got better grades than all y'all. But no, he's still the black kid. Right. I think that uh, uh, Jadakiss actually said it in one of his, his, I think it was a song recognized back in the day, um, you know, when he was like, you know, too hard for MTV, not black enough for BET, so just let me be, right? No so doubt. Like, yeah. I, I'm too black for, for white folks, right? But then I don't want to say I'm too black, for, I'm too white for black people, but I'm too educated for the stereotypical black person that doesn't think education is a good thing. Most of us do. There's still some of us that don't. I don't want it to make it seem like black people in general are just like, oh, you know, education is good. But we do have those. We do have that set of black people that still think, oh, you're just trying to do a white guy. Said, no, 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 that's not it. I'm trying to uplift everybody. So we right. try to marry the two of those. So, I mean, it is a conundrum and I, I don't really know how to handle it. Now, when you said uplift everybody, that's actually what the educated is supposed to do. We're supposed to be that talented group. I ain't going to say 10th because, you know what I'm saying, the group is probably different than that. But originally, Black people were supposed to go to school, learn all this education, get all this stuff that the white people was teaching you, and bring it back to your neighborhoods, bring it back to the community so we can all come up together. Somehow that got lost. But I'm going to let y'all figure that out. So we go ahead and close this out, man. Uh, Rev, you ain't got nothing to say, do you? Because I'm going to go ahead and shut us down. Cool. We shutting it down. This has been another episode of the Black Minds Matter podcast, another Nile production. We want y'all to go ahead and tap, jump off of these conversations, take them to your friend groups, to your families, your peers, and I want y'all to have these conversations amongst yourselves. If you a nerd, go ahead and reach out to us. And we want you to check out our email at thenile.est1981 at uh, gmail.com. So people, each one, teach one, go ahead and grow and learn and go. We're going to leave y'all as we always do. Peace. Look, we out. What's up, everybody? This is Rev, and you just listened to another chapter of the Black Minds Matter podcast. If you like what we're doing over here, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, we would like to connect with you. If you have questions about today's episode or topics you would like to hear Mac and I discuss, please reach out to us via email at thenile.est1981 at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at thenile.est1981. Holler at y'all later. Peace.